Hello, hello, hello. This is the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran, and this is episode 98. And funny story, I definitely recorded episode 99 before 98. So I'm coming back to fix my mistake now. So um, if you listened to episode 99 and didn't see 98, and I know a few of you have, that is why. So today's episode is called, Do You Know Your Ideal Client or Customer? So this is probably one of the most important pieces of the puzzle. One of the things that I think is talked about the least when it comes to new business owners, um, simply because they are not aware. They're not aware that this is a, this is such a big piece of the puzzle. So here we go. I'm going to talk a little bit about it. And if you have questions, you know, you can always reach out to me. My email is Kara at she's the owner.com, or you can reach out on Instagram at she's the owner.com or Facebook, Kara McCarran. So when you're building, and I'm going to talk to you from a content writing perspective, which is my other company, not so much from, well, I guess both sides really. So when I was first starting the content company with Ken, we made some huge mistakes in the beginning, of course. But um, one of the biggest learnings I think that happened for us in that first couple of years or first year anyway, was being unclear about the buyer persona. So if any of you have um, done any HubSpot training or inbound marketing training, you'll know that buyer persona is like the first thing that you, I think that anybody, any business should do. And if you haven't done it yet, listen up, this one's for you. So why does it matter? Well, for a whole bunch of reasons, but I would say kind of the top reasons it matters why you need to figure out who your ideal client is or a customer is how are you going to communicate with somebody if you don't know who you're communicating to? Like just on that basis alone, if I didn't know, let's say on the content side. So in the beginning, when we, we, when we started, we were writing for anyone, anybody, any business, didn't matter how big or small, didn't matter if you had a marketing team or if you had, um, if you're a one-man show or if you had a whole team or if you were an SEO company, didn't matter if you needed blogs written or online content written, we would write it. So why is that a problem? Well, first of all, it's too general, right? There's, there were way too many options. So I spent a lot of my time just kind of spinning my wheels, trying to figure out who to talk to and, and, you know, where am I going to get any business from? We were selling blogs like, man, in the beginning, it was like 50 bucks a blog post. Um, and I was selling packages. I was like for, for a month. So 200, $200, $200 a month. And that's like, now at the time it was just Ken writing. So it was fine. We, we got all that money, but as we scaled, that wasn't like, going to work. And the people that spend that are small businesses. So in the beginning, we really just geared our content to anyone who needed blog posts. And then quickly we realized because somebody had reached out to us, an SEO company reached out and asked us about volume discounts. And I was like, oh shit, like, why don't we focus on that? And so we got really clear. So we have a couple different buyer personas on that side of the company or the, that uh, in that business. So we have you know, we have a marketing person. We like those the least. They're the hardest to work with outside of the end user. We don't work with end user clients anymore. So if you're a small business who wants to hire us to do a couple of blogs a month, we're not your company. We're just not set up 
<clears throat> to um, our pricing is so aggressive on that side that it's high volume or, or nothing really, right? We need to make sure that there's some volume there because um, otherwise it doesn't make sense for any of us really. So if it's like one or two a month, we can't help you. That's, and really you don't even need to pay for that. Like if you're only doing one or two a month, which by the way, if you're a small business, I highly recommend against for SEO purposes, you want to be doing four at least a month and good content, not just crap and fluff, but like really good stuff. So because we weren't very clear on our buyer persona, <clears throat> I would say there's a lot of time being wasted on activities that were going after the wrong kind of buyer. So once I got clear and once Ken got clear, we made the decision that, okay, so here are our buyer personas. We're the best solution for an SEO company. We're the best solution for marketing agency. Those are our two main personas. And then the third one is somebody who is um, like, there are business owners now who are very skilled in SEO they can still be micromanagers. And that's what we really work to avoid. Cause like really at the end of the day, we're not profitable if we're spending six hours going back and forth on one $65 blog, right? We know what, we know our job. We know this industry. Well, we're one of the best in the industry. So we don't need six hours, but if you get someone who's like a hyper untrusting micromanager, the profitability goes to shit. And we're not working in that. We're not going to work well with that company or that business owner, but what, what happened when we decided or figured out who our ideal client was, was that our content was tailored toward that person. So where I may have said something along the lines of like, oh, we're the best blog service in the, in the world to all of you, you know, most people are going to tune out. They're not paying attention because they're like, well, who, who exactly am I? And who, who are you actually talking to? <clears throat> so once we got clear and that was SEO and marketing agencies, et cetera. Then we could say we're, you know, one of our, our well, our tagline is um, we're an SEO or digital marketing's best kept weapon for SEO content writing. You know, like we know we're your best kept secret for that. The other thing, so like that's on the content side. So like the, the content can get a lot more tailored. And then the other thing is that you can, you can really start to say no comfortably. Like I can say no comfortably now to that type of client that doesn't fit into my buyer persona. Why? Because I've done enough work to know that the person who's ordering three posts a month is the same or more in most cases work than the person who's ordering 30 pieces a month. And here's the thing, the, per, the budget, the budget matters because I'm not going after the business who's just started and doesn't know anything about content or SEO because they're expecting me to make, <clears throat> to create miracles for them because they don't know, there's no real direction in what they're doing. And so if they haven't seen the value in hiring an agency to help them yet, then they're not probably at the stage. Well, they're not at the stage where I can help them because we don't do strategy. We, we don't charge enough money really to do the high quality content writing that we're already doing, plus adding strategy to that. We just weren't, we don't. So I'm it's, you're able to say no to the people that don't fit within that buyer persona. So now let's talk about my coaching practice. My coaching practice, it's the same thing. If you're not a woman, I probably won't work with you. Um, and not because I don't know how to work with men, but because I think women need so much support right now, because so many of them are starting businesses that I just want to focus on that. And the other reason is I am a woman and I understand masculine energy within my business and how it um, really kind of made a mess of things in some cases. So I work with women. 
I work with women who are above the age of 35 up till however, but mostly it's 35 to let's say 55. Um, why? Because that woman has worked in the workforce for long enough that she knows she's fucking done and she's tired. That woman has been holding in something special for her, um, like her career, her, her business life for many years. And she's ready to let it out. That woman has done some things. They've gone to some personal development. They've gone to some different, um, events, et cetera. They they're used to spending money on their self-development and their professional development. A 20 something year old isn't going to drop five or 6,000 or 10 or $20,000 to coach that those people it's a, they're unicorns. There's not a lot of 20 something year olds that a can afford it and B see the value in it yet. Um, by 35, you know, 45, a lot of them are, um, having kids. So they've gone on maternity leave. And so in that quiet time, they're like, holy shit, I don't want to go back to that thing that I was doing for the last 15 years. Um, so there's a number of, of reasons that my buyer persona is, you know, I feel that it's very, um, specific. The woman that the women that I coach normally need to have attended a Tony Robbins event and not because I coach like Tony Robbins, but because really what it comes down to is that I use a lot of the same language. And so if you've never been to an event and I say, well, what are your six basic human needs? You'll look at me like, what the fuck is she talking about? Right. Um, so it's important. I don't like, I love the way he, he teaches and I love his concepts. So I, I use them in some of my coaching, not all of it, but some of it. What else can I tell you about her? Um, so her name is founder Felicia. That's the number one buyer persona and really just a woman who, um, has high standards for herself. She dresses well, she likes nice things. She's, um, very much in hunter mode because I love getting the women who are super duper in their hunter mode and showing them how to get into their heart to really execute the kind of business that they want, because a lot of times they're doing something that makes sense pragmatically. Um, but sometimes like, so the woman has to be the one to like throw up the white flag. I'm not, I'm not about convincing you that you need me. I'm about you realizing you're not happy and there's not a balance in your life within your business and your personal life. And then coming to me and being like, I've had it. Cause that's how I was. I was like, Holy shit, I've had enough. Um, so that my buyer persona is very specific, you know, and I, so if somebody like somebody comes to me, who's like, Oh, I don't really know what I want to do. Like, I kind of think I'm an entrepreneur, but not a good fit. It's not a good fit. I can't help. That's like you, like on the content side and on the digital side, that's like you coming to me saying, I have $500, get me to page one in two months. I don't have a business model, but do it please. There's no fucking chance in hell. If anybody that listens happens to know SEO and digital, we know that there's no chance in hell. And a lot of times, like really the real estate, the real estate industry and mortgage industry, that's sort of their MO, <clears throat> excuse me, when things get quiet, they tend to panic. And so they'll come to you for content and SEO and all this expecting miracles in three months when we all know SEO takes a lot more time, especially in a competitive industry. And so that wouldn't be an ideal client for the content company because they're looking for something that doesn't exist. And I would rather say, yo, like I'm a realist. I'll be straight up on, on both sides. Like, you know, somebody who comes to me on coaching, 
on the coaching side and says, I, I really want to work on this and, and let's do it really quick. I would tell them, I'm sorry, I'm not the right fit for you. Cause here's what happens when you get into a coaching session. Any of my coaches that are listening, you can relate to this. You get into a session and this is intuitive coaching versus pragmatic coaching. And this is why I do what I do because I've had the coaches that are pragmatic who follow this formula and don't really pay attention to what it is that I need. They're really focused on taking me down the line. Intuitive coaching, which is the style of coaching that I do and which I think Tony does. Um, and there is definitely um, a direction, but when I get into a coaching session, you can ask my clients every single time I have them fill out a paper that tells me what they want to work on in the session. Right. And then I look at it and we start talking and three minutes later, I'm like, this is not what she needs right now. And we go in a completely different direction. Like you can't come to me and say, well, here's the problem. I need it fixed because it's 99.99% of the time. That's not the real problem. And so it's like sort of akin to the content. You can't come to us and be like, we need you to do this, this, and this, and we need to rank on page one in three days and make a million dollars tomorrow. Like coaching doesn't work that way either, but I'm, I'm comfortable seeing those type of clients coming now because I'm very, very clear on who my ideal client is. If I didn't have that clarity, I might try to, you know, I, I tried to coach people younger. I tried to coach people like all over the fucking place. And I was not successful at it because a, they didn't want the coaching. So half the time I was doing it for free. And even if they did want the coaching and they maybe paid a little bit, they weren't in the right buyer. Like I was almost trying to convince them of their dream versus them trying to convince me of their, of their dream. So like, if you're not hungry and you're not like super pumped about what you're doing next and what your business is like, I can't help you. I can't provide passion, but that only came with getting clarity around who exactly I'm here to help. So if you're not clear, I encourage you to sit down and brainstorm. Like, so you think about, <clears throat> excuse me, when I think about my buyer persona, it's like at the end of the day, I mean, I like you name her, all the things, right. You don't want to just, um, like, it's not just a couple, you know, she, she likes Starbucks or she like get really granular. Um, cause it's important. Like, it's important. Who are you talking to? If you don't know who you're talking to, like, talk about what this woman wears, like, you know, personality, is she outgoing? Is she charming? Is she intelligent? Is she judgmental? Like, so I have a couple of my personas. One is, like I said, founder Felicia. So her personality, outgoing, charming, intelligent, judgmental can be viewed as a bitch by other women. Her core beliefs, achievement will, will get you fulfillment. Women can do anything men can do. Women must be really bossy. Kindness is weakness. Motivation is to make money, to impress her peers, very driven by achievement when at all cost. Frustrations. She isn't moving as, as fast as she would like to. She wants to be happier, wants to feel passion, doesn't understand why money isn't coming to her. And, and I can solve all of her frustrations. But if I didn't know and I wasn't clear, there's no way that I would be able to address any of that. So I can see her because guess who that was? That was me. That was me. I was like, people said I was bossy all the time. Oh, she's bossy. No, I was just in my masculine. You know, people, I, I couldn't figure out like I was judgmental. Like, why is she so successful and blah, 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 all the bullshit. Because I wasn't living, I wasn't doing my business in my heart. So I got clear about, you know, it's, and, and often guys, the, the, your buyer persona is you a few years ago. 
because you've figured out how to get through the thing. So now as a coach or whatever it is, whatever business you do, you figured out how to get, how to get through the thing. Now you're just wanting to show others how to get through the thing, but get very clear on who your buyer persona is and then put a picture to it. I have, mine's really pretty. Obviously I really love, you know, I love my graphics and all that kind of stuff. I have so much fun doing it, but like put a picture, put a picture, make it look nice, print it out. If you need to throw it up on your corkboard or your whiteboard or whatever, just to keep her in mind or him in mind, whoever your, your person is. But the only time, because the, the, everything will be navigated through your buyer persona, your ideal client, because like, if you've noticed my content has really become very, 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 very specific because I I've done the exercise I'm learning or being reminded of, of, you know, how to talk to my perfect client. And in the beginning of my coaching practice, I didn't have that. Remember I said I was coaching anyone who would let me coach them for free half the time. But like, now that I'm in this phase of my business, I, you know, no gone are the days of free for sure, but I know exactly who I want to talk to. And now I know how to bring them to me because I'm speaking to myself. So what works like it worked for me. So now I know how to be like, Hey, I feel you because I know I was there a couple of years ago and here's how I fixed it. So all of my content is around that. Even this podcast is around that, right? Like I'm even saying this piece of content I've created because I needed to hear it a couple of years ago or three years ago. And so now I'm creating it that way. So buyer persona is very, very, very important. You want to know who your ideal client is get a picture, make it pretty, get really granular, talk about personality, talk about the things that they're like, I've done other ones too, where I'm like, Oh, this is how they dress. This is how they treat social. It really depends on your business, but you know, your business the best. So figure out what does your perfect customer look like? And then write that baby out. Um, and if you, um, I'll do some, I'll do some podcasts on content creation actually in the next little bit. So hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will talk to you. It will be uh, episode 100 is on its way, guys. I'm really pumped for it. So if you want to get a hold of me, always reach me. You can always reach me. I mean, at karamccarran.com or kara at she's the owner.com is my email address or on Instagram at she's the owner. Hope you have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye.